You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 82 of the Social Dentist Podcast. We're going to just jump right in today. Today's episode is all about setting goals, setting goals that don't burn you out in the process. And by this, I don't mean setting goals that are necessarily easy to hit. So I want you to have difficult goals in mind, um, one that you're not sure how you can actually achieve. And then I'm going to talk to you about how to reach that goal. But before I get into all the goodness, I would love to chat with you on Instagram. So head on over to at Dr. Yazin and send me a DM. Let me know what you're liking in the podcast. You know, I love hearing from you. And also, you know, all this content is derived from what you really want to know. So make sure to let me know what you're struggling with and I will create the content for you. So let's dive right in. Most of us in healthcare feel like we have been setting goals our entire lives. Like raise your hand silently if that's true for you. And now that we're at a place in practice ownership, we feel like we just want to be in the present moment and relax and not think about goals. And we should do that. We can and should be in our own present moment and allow ourselves to dream and set goals as well. But I want you to set your goals from a place of abundance, not from a place of lack and scarcity. I was actually just talking to one of my clients last night that I was coaching, and she was so focused on how many patients that she's currently getting into her office each month, like new patients. And it was there was so much lack and so much scarcity. There's no way that she would ever be able to create the abundance of patients that she's really wanting. So this is something we really worked through for her and it was amazing. By the end of the session, she had so much clarity. So here's why we do this. We so often want things in our lives because of something we lack. So if we don't feel happy, we think we have to strive to get something to make ourselves happy. That is the problem. That will never, ever solve itself. And that's why some people will always be chasing happiness on a hamster wheel. All of our feelings, including happiness, come from our minds and from our thoughts. So we're not going to go find a form of happiness in our future that we don't already have now. Achieving something or gaining a future goal will not increase our capacity for happiness. The point of having goals is not to be happier than we are today. We set goals because our purpose on this planet is to evolve into the best version of ourselves that we can. We should constantly be asking ourselves to bloom in a bigger way, and goals are the best way to do that. When you think about a goal, a dream, or something that you really want to achieve, it may seem way beyond your current abilities. The process of dreaming and thinking about your goals in this present moment is what brings to light all the things preventing you from believing in a deeper way. So stay with me on this. This is not to say that you need to arrive there to become a better person. What it means is that setting goals and believing in them enough to achieve them will bring up all the obstacles and roadblocks on your path to deeper greatness. The truth is you're not going to be any better. You're not going to be any greater, but you will have removed the obstacles that are blocking you from knowing how great you are. And that, my friend, is a very big difference. So let's talk a little bit about setting goals from a place of abundance. Oftentimes with my private coaching clients, I ask them to make a list of 25 things that they really want. 
And this happens every time. My clients give me a list of their 25 things and all of those things that they write on the list are things that they don't already have. So then I tell them to go back and make every other thing on their list be something that they really want, but they already have. The reason I do this is because most of us don't spend time wanting what we already have. We don't think of wanting from a place of abundance. And to want things you already have is different than just being grateful for those things. It's a different type of energy. Stick with me. When you do this, You can start by describing something you really want that you already have, like maybe your husband or your children or your home. Then describe something you want that you don't have yet, like maybe a trip to the Maldives with your family, flying first class and staying in a beautiful hotel or wherever, Europe or wherever you really want to go or just anything in general that you really want but don't already have. Then list something else that you have that you really want, like maybe your car, and describe that want in detail. Like for me, I love having a car to drive because it's like me time with a baby and with a dog and a husband and all these things going on all the time. When I get to drive to work, it's like peaceful for me. So having that car, like I like to describe it as a peaceful place where I can just zone out or think about whatever I want to think about without being interrupted. And so you you have to want something you already have. I already have my car, but I want it. When you've done this, when you've created the list of things that you want that you don't have and also the things that you want and you already have, you basically create a sandwich and right in the middle of the things you have is something you want. Do this 25 times and then go back so you see that you're wanting but doing so from a place of abundance. That is the first step. The next step is to get really specific. Talk about your goals in the first person and in the present tense such as, I am going to the Maldives next year, I'm bringing my kids, and I'm going to spend 10 days there, and I'm going to fly first class, or whatever it is. Like, for example, my client that I was coaching last night, I was talking to her about creating 35 new patients in her practice each month. So for her, it was like, I am the person, I am the doctor that creates 35 new patients a month in my office. The more specific you can get, the better. Talk about dates, talk about amounts. The only thing you don't include at this stage is the how, because your brain will want to block you by wanting to figure it out. At this point, you don't need to know the how, so don't worry about it. You're just going to think about the what, the when, and the amount. Allow yourself to stretch there. Think bigger than you really, really are ready to believe, and it's okay to push the envelope a little bit. The problem is everybody's brain goes to the how, and I want to take you out of the how. That's what I do with some of my coaching clients. Like my client last night was like, well, how do I do that? How am I going to get there? And I'm like, you need to stop focusing on the how for just a second and just sit in the belief that you will. The next step is one of the most important. So I want you to write it down. When you get it out of your brain and onto a piece of paper, it will suddenly become real outside of your imagination. And that is powerful. Not only do you write it down so you can look at it and move it around a little bit, but it's so you can read it every single day. I do this all the time. In fact, last year I found my note card that I had written when I had recently graduated from dental school. And at the time I was living in LA and I was working in five different offices. And on my note card, I'd written down that I wanted to own a dental practice in Orange County. I wanted my practice to be focused on doing cosmetic treatments. I wanted to get married and I wrote down all the qualities I wanted in a husband, like every single one. And I wanted to own a home close to my business. 
It is so fun looking back and seeing that I have created all of that in my life. I didn't even know the how, I just knew what I wanted. So this is why I want to get you out of the how, because at the time, if I was to think about the how of obtaining a practice and living in Orange County and getting a home and finding the husband with all of those qualities that I wanted, I would have driven myself crazy. But instead, I just really focused on what I wanted and the how revealed itself to me. What's interesting is you don't know the how until you get there until you have that result in your hand. So you you have to stop focusing on the how so much. Let me tell you what's going to happen. As soon as you allow yourself to want from a place of, of abundance, fear, doubt, and shame is going to come up for you. This doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. This is part of the process, the most important part of the process. If negative emotions don't come up, it probably means that you're not stretching and pushing yourself beyond your current comfort zone. So your brain was designed to be efficient and to learn quickly and to adapt. Your brain will look for what you tell it to look for. So as soon as you start introducing new things and stretching your brain and persuading it to go outside of its comfort zone, suddenly those emotions are going to come up because you're having thoughts you normally don't. You don't already have efficient thoughts to support the new goal. That's the point of setting it. It's not what you get from achieving the goal. It's actually who you become. Goal setting is a huge thing I do with my clients. And what it does is helps them learn how to process the negative emotions. The better they get at processing those negative emotions, the less negative they actually feel and the more successful they become. It really is a beautiful thing. After I teach my clients how to process those negative emotions, then and only then do we create an action plan together. And that, my friends, is the how. I usually help them create that by being future focused and working that goal backwards. And then I help them with their do goals. And a do goal is something you will do to guarantee your success. So I want to explain this concept to you. When you make a do goal, you set yourself up so that the chances of you not getting your results are very, very slim. For instance, if you want to hire someone and you interview 100 people, the chances of you finding someone for that job are pretty good. If you're willing to interview only two people, You've just lessened your chances, right? So do you see how that makes sense? And it's like if you were to go, if you wanted to find a husband, if you went on three dates with three different people versus if you went on 100 dates with 100 different people, you're way more willing to find your significant other. I want you to keep that in mind as you're working on your goals. So there you have it. What I talked about in this episode was some of the most important points in goal setting. I really hope that you take the time to make that list of 25 things that you want and include things that you already have in there as well. Wanting from a place of abundance is such an amazing experience. I'd love for you to try it and see what it feels like. If you would really like to hit your goals this year, whatever those may be, make sure to sign up for a free consult call to see if you're right for my coaching program. I help my clients create their dream businesses and really their dream life. They learn how to make the exact amount of money they want in their practices without working harder and without spending more t- more hours working. And they learn so much more. You can schedule your free consult by going to dryazin.com slash schedule. I'm also going to link it in the show notes for you. And I hope to see you there. I'll chat with you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.